St. Cloud Orthopedics, you've heard me talk about them before, and they're joining us again today. And each time they come on, we get to talk with a different doctor uh, from St. Cloud Orthopedics. And today, Dr. Ashley is joining us, non-operative spine and sports medicine specialist. Dr. Ashley, thank you for being here. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me, Kelly. Well, unlike if you can, um, tell us a little bit about how long you've been with St. Cloud Orthopedics and kind of generally what you do there. Sure, of course. Um, I'm Ashley Bottrell, and I joined St. Cloud Ortho uh, just over a year ago in January 2019. Um, I uh, I came from the East Coast. I was in practice in Virginia for about 10 years uh, before joining up out here. Uh, my specialty is non-operative spine care and sports medicine, and um, I'm fellowship trained in interventional spine, and so that's uh, my my big focus. Yeah. Um, and what that? Oh, go ahead. No, I was just that's. I was just listening to you. I think it's interesting. Uh, and so basically, the goal with that is to to uh, try to get people with back pain feeling better as best we can, and trying to avoid surgery uh, when and if possible. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think a lot of people with, um, you know, back injuries or back pain, they worry about surgery, and a lot of times they think that that's the only answer. So when we think of orthopedic care, a lot of times we're thinking surgery. But for you and uh, the other doctors there, sometimes it's the opposite of uh, what people are specializing in. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, the, the good news is is that. Um, just because you have pain in a certain area doesn't necessarily mean that, that you need to have surgery. Certainly there are indications for it, um, but not everybody who walks in the door has to have surgery. And that's a, that's a great thing to know that there are lots of options that we have in many cases before moving on to surgery. Okay. Uh, and that's part of my goal is to, is to help people find the right thing uh, for them uh, in their quest to feel better and uh, avoid surgery when possible. So how do you even start this process of helping someone who's trying to avoid surgery? What what would you tell someone if they were going to visit? Well, um, the, as far as the first step goes, it's just about getting in the door, saying, okay, I've had this problem and it, it's, you know, despite my best efforts or by putting up with it, it's not getting better. Um, and just taking the next step to to try to get medical help for it is, is a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy kind of finding where patients have come from, what experiences they've had as far as their pain goes, and trying to figure out what directions that we have to go in, uh, things that they may not have tried, um, things that uh, they hadn't thought about as far as their pain goes. And it, it also helps patients think more about the type of pain they have as far as location and duration and things that make it better or worse. Yeah, uh, and those are all things that are important to them for for their pain, but also important to me for trying to figure out the next step, best step for them. You know, I know, I know. There's always this. You know, the first time a patient meets you and you have a discussion, and you're you know you're a little bit more distant. But as they get to know you, and as you help them through their pain and finding the solutions. Do they open up to you and say, wow, you know, when I first came here, I blankety blankety, I didn't, you know, have you, have you had that discussion where people saying, thank you so much for explaining this because I never dreamed that I wouldn't have to have surgery? I do. And, and it's, it's very nice to, when somebody does express the positives that for that, uh, my goal is to really help patients understand what their problem is to go over the imaging studies uh, to show them what they may and may not have going on. Yeah. And um, to really kind of educate them as well as help them uh, get better. 
So when we talk about physical therapy, does that play a role in the non-operative side of things? It does. I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of physical therapy. Um, you know, when we when we approach pain, goal is both for short-term and long-term relief. And certainly there are various things that we can do in both of those regards. But in my mind, physical therapy covers both of those. Uh, the goal of therapy is to, to try to help the patient calm down the inflammation in most cases and to give them the mechanisms to help protect themselves down the road. Uh, kind of a long-term maintenance program is, is my thought as far as getting a, a program that's right for them to do stretching, to do exercises, to kind of know the triggers, and also to help with their mechanics. So mm-hmm. to say, okay, this is what you do. How can we help you do what you like to do better, uh, but keep your posture better, for example, or avoid putting too much pressure on your back or your knees or whatever the body part is that we're addressing. Uh, so my hope is that they'll they'll remember to do their exercises on a daily basis, and I find that keeps things at bay longer term. I've heard that you at St. Cloud Orthopedics have an award-winning physical therapy team. We do, and we yeah. are up for it again this year, and that's really? super exciting to have such a great team in the building and to be able to, to walk down the hall and say, hey, I have this patient. Do you think you can help them? Or if they have questions, to come down the hall and say, hey, I'm working with so-and-so, and what do we think is the right option for her? So it's really a collaborative effort between the physical therapists and the physicians and all the different specialties, um, as well as in between the physicians themselves. It's, it's great to have us all under one roof together. And you actually have a relationship with them. It's like, yeah, we're, we're friends. We're going to be talking with you about our patients, and we want to make sure you take care of it. And both sides work so well together. That's really nice. It does, yes. So, um, um, you, and cer- go ahead. I was going to say, certainly therapy, uh, therapy doesn't help everyone's pain. Mm-hmm. And so there are you know, next steps that we can take beyond that. Um, one thing that I am trained in is, is uh, non-operative spine care or interventional spine, which involves spinal procedures, injections into the spine to treat nerve pain, disc pain, joint pain, those kinds of things as well. So when you're talking about injections, what kind of, I, I, I don't even know, what kind of things are injected into a spine to, to stop pain? Is it just painkillers or is it uh, natural type things that help things move better? What, what is that? Well, there are various different things that you can inject, and a lot of people think, okay, cortisone injections like you get into your knee um, that help with knee pain or inflammation. And so same idea. Cortisone uh, is a steroid. It's not the steroid that we use into the spine, um, but steroid injections uh, help with inflammation. And so what we're injecting into the spine is a combination of a steroid to help with the inflammation and numbing medication in most cases to try to help numb up the area of pain to give people relief. Okay. Uh, and the goal is that once the inflammation calms down, that if we can keep the inflammation at bay and prevent re-injury, so to speak, or re-inflammation uh, by something like continuing the strengthening exercises, uh, that we can help you with long-term pain as well. Yeah, because c- controlling the inflammation is the first part of it, right? I mean, I have back pain, and when when there's inflammation, I mean, there's times I just can't, I can hardly move. I'm at work trying to walk down the hallway, and it's ridiculous. Uh, I, you know, they say walk more when you have back pain. Well, sometimes you can, and sometimes you just, <laughs> you can't, and it's because of that inflammation, I'm thinking. Uh, yes, that's, that's quite often the case. 
um, and certainly it can affect uh, different areas, different body parts, and, and a lot of people come in, for example, for leg pain, which is actually related to a nerve in the spine. So sometimes it's hard to, mm. to really connect the dots between my leg is really hurting, but it's coming from my back, and, and to, to try to go down the road of, of uh, uh, treating spine problems that don't always manifest just in the spine. Sure. Well, while you do treat all orthopedic patients, you do uh, specifically specialize in spine care and sports medicine. Tell us about the benefits those specific patients can get from non-operative care from you. Well, I think that uh, for many patients, surgery requires time off or, you know, the surgical procedure and, and things like that can be very daunting. Uh, in non-operative care, our goal is, is to really maximize function without going down that road. Um, you know, obviously, it would be great if we got everybody back to 100%, uh, but sometimes if we can just make significant progress and get people more functional, uh, then then we've taken big strides as far as having them enjoy what they do again. Yeah. Uh, and so the goal the goal is kind of getting people feeling better and also education to say, okay, this this is how we can best get around your problem, and this is what you can do about it. Hmm. So, what are some of the more common conditions that you see? Is osteoporosis a big one on the list? It's something I think of quite a bit. I, I do see a fair amount of patients with osteoporosis. Uh, one uh, not uncommon thing to see in the spine are fractures. Okay. And certainly we can have spinal fractures from trauma, from falls, from accidents, and things like that. Uh, but also another very common cause is osteoporotic compression fractures in the spine. And so uh, in my mind, that definitely is a red flag to say, okay, has this person been evaluated for osteoporosis? Um, are they pursuing treatment for that? Is there anything different that, that needs to be done or, or the patients need to be made aware of as far as the possibility or the existence of, of osteoporosis? Yeah. Is osteoporosis something that, you know, those of us that are in our 50s or maybe early 60s, there's things that we can be doing to make sure that we are not going to be making a visit to you having that <laughs> a little bit later on? Certainly there's a genetic component, but in, in the important things with osteoporosis are really you know, weight-bearing exercise, enough calcium, and, and also vitamin D is a very important thing as well. Okay. Um, so making sure that we're putting pressure on our bones to build them up and getting the building blocks in place to keep them strong. What would be uh, someone's first step in seeking non-operative care? I think just an awareness that something needs to be done. And um, then, uh, as I said earlier, I think to kind of get that, that foot in the door, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and to say, this is, this is where I need to be so that I can try to get myself better and taking the next step in that direction. Obviously, we try to treat everything uh, as conservatively as we can, but certainly surgery is indicated for many things. And so if I see someone who, in whom non-operative care is not the, the, the appropriate treatment, uh, then certainly my goal is to get them in to see the surgeon that, that would need to treat their next step. Okay. And even though you're not a surgeon, you work really close with the surgeons, obviously, but what advantages does this collaboration between orthopedic specialists and surgeons here at uh, St. Cloud Orthopedics give to both you, uh, your team, and the patients? 
Well, the advantage of St. Cloud Orthopedics is that we are all in the same building. We are uh, under one roof that we share share staff and space and are friendly with each other and are able to, to touch base about different problems, uh, different patients that we see. Um, for me to show something to one of the spine surgeons, for example, and say, hey, this is what I would like to do. This is what I think is the next step. But do you think you have another step for them beyond that? Or is this something that you would like to see? And so it really, uh, I think it makes it easier for patients uh, just to know that that, uh, their operative folks and their non-operative folks are all face-to-face in the same building. That's awesome because that way, I mean, you can, you can, if a surgeon comes to you and they're, they're saying, you know, I've got the, this, I could go this route or this route. And before I make a decision, Dr. Ashley, I'd like to know what you think. If you have something before we jump into these two things and, and you could, you might say, oh, wait a minute, I've run into this before. I think that this will help. Yes, and certainly um, in, in general, surgeons' goal is to do an appropriate surgery for a problem, and sometimes it's it's a matter of, of figuring out exactly where that problem is also. Uh, and that's also part of where the, the spinal injections can come in also. It's somewhat of a diagnostic or testing tool yeah. to see if we can identify exactly uh, where the, the pain is coming from. So every doctor has their list of preventative tips, not just for osteoporosis, as we mentioned earlier, but just for keeping uh, bones and joints and muscles healthy. So what would be your best advice for us? Well, I think the, the, the kind of common uh, thread is, is if you don't use it, you lose it. And so that, that is uh, somewhat applicable in, in all orthopedic situations as well. Um, it is a matter of using our, our, our bones, our joints, our muscles to keep them healthy. Um, that involves just regular cardiovascular exercise. It involves more more orthopedic-specific exercises. Um, I generally tell people that, that physical therapy exercises are very different than the gardening that you do or the other activities uh, that you do, whether at work or at home. Uh, that the goal with the therapy exercise is to, is to really work the little muscles, whether they support the knee or the spine or the, the other joints in your body. And in order for the big muscles to work, the little muscles need to work correctly. And so in in my mind, incorporating a little muscle exercise program is very important as well. Um, Then there's the broader scope of making sure that uh, we're not overdoing, that we're getting uh, everything in moderation, uh, that that we focus on kind of all the different aspects, whether it's getting enough sleep or focusing on our diet so we can build up our muscles. Uh, or making sure that we're not thinking just about our knees, but we're also thinking about our shoulders, elbows, neck, and ankles as well. Yeah, like that uh, little song. Make sure we're covering the whole person. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just a quick recap, uh, recap. We've got a couple minutes here left. Uh, can you tell us where St. Cloud Orthopedics is right now with uh, the COVID-19 innovations and um, other clinic news, new things that are happening with you? Yes, so we are fully open. Uh, we are uh, following... The, the guidelines and mandates and everything that we can do to keep our patients safe. Uh, we have um, a CME event that we, this will be our second year for the primary care professionals uh, just to give updates on orthopedic care across the board. And we host that in September. So we're going to be doing that virtually this year to uh, try to protect the community and the, and the providers. And, um, that's a great option for 
the community providers to also learn more about what we can offer and how to take the next steps as, as, getting, as far as getting patients treated. Right. Um, again, our, our physical therapy is, is uh, phenomenal, and we've been nominated in the Best of Central Minnesota this year, uh, and we're super excited, and it's, it's a big honor that the community thinks that highly of us again. Now, if people want to, um, to, to attend the event virtually, is there a place they can go to register? Uh, there, the registration for our um, provider CME event is on the St. Cloud Orthopedics website. Okay, perfect. Well, Dr. Ashley, it was fun talking with you. Do you ever miss Virginia? Uh, we get back every, well, obviously the pandemic has gotten away a little bit, but we, yeah. we uh, at least had planned to be back uh, to visit on a regular basis. So we uh, love Minnesota. It's a great place to be, and it's uh, nice to to get out of town every now and then and see family <laughs> and then get back to, to work and life in Minnesota. And doing things that you do very, very well. And we're so glad to have you here for, for the St. Cloud area. And I appreciate you sharing some of your information with us today. Thank you so much, Kelly. All right. It's Dr. Ashley and you can find her at St. Cloud Orthopedics. No need to worry if you want to talk to them and you're thinking that you need someone to give you a recommendation. You don't have to do that. You can reach out to St. Cloud Orthopedics yourself. Uh, They have been around for a very, very long time doing really great work. uh, And obviously, they've got an award-winning team. They're nominated again this year for their physical therapy department. St. Cloud Orthopedics right here in our own backyard. Aren't we lucky?